the Health Hub Podcast, with this week's host Connor Payne. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 3 of the Health Hub Podcast. As the robot man said at the start, I am this week's host Connor Payne and this week on the Health Hub we have a doozy of a topic for you the listener. We are going to be talking about the dreaded three letter acronyms that are STIs and STDs. You know what I'm talking about. I'm going to be giving advice and help straight from the good old NHS website as we hope to learn more about these contagious little infections. Then later on in the show I will be chatting to our mystery guest who will remain nameless but they will explain all about the testing procedure for when you believe to have been in contact with an STI or STD and the feelings and emotions that they went through during that period. So without further ado, let's get the podcast underway. The Health Hub Podcast. So when it comes to talking about STIs or STDs, where do we begin? I'm going to begin at the literal definition of what one is in order to help anyone listening to the podcast right now who really isn't too sure as to what one actually is. But we're going to head on over to the mighty internet overlord who will define it for us in a reasonable way. He says, sexually transmitted diseases or sexually transmitted infections are generally acquired by sexual contact. The bacteria, viruses or parasites that cause sexually transmitted diseases may pass from person to person in blood, semen or vaginal and other bodily fluids. Very interesting. So now we've spoken about what the definition of an STI is, we're now going to talk about the symptoms of what an STI can include. So hopefully, if you're a listener, you're not experiencing any of these right now, but The symptoms of an STI can include an unusual discharge from the vagina, penis or anus, pain when peeing, lumps or skin growths around the genitals or bottom of the anus, a rash, unusual vaginal bleeding, itchy genitals or anus, blisters and sores around your genitals or anus, warts around your genitals or anus, And finally, warts in your mouth or throat, but this is a very rare symptom. If you're experiencing any of these symptoms, you should go to a sexual health clinic. Why would you bother to go to a sexual health clinic, though? Well, I'm going to tell you. You can go and see a GP, but they'll probably refer you to a sexual health clinic anyway if you think you may have an STI. Sexual health clinics treat problems with the genitals and the urine system. You can usually turn up without an appointment. You'll often get the test results quicker than from a GP, and you may not have to pay a prescription fee for the treatment. You can feel comfortable sharing all the information about your sexual activities or orientation with a doctor. You do not need to give your real name or tell staff who the GP is if you do not want to. No information about your visit to the clinic will be shared with the GP or anyone else outside the clinic unless you ask it to be. You can ask to see a female or male doctor or nurse if you wish. The Health Hub Podcast. Now it's time for our special guest to tell us all about the testing process and what goes down at a sexual health clinic. So, without further ado, please join me in welcoming the mysterious person with a toned down voice to conceal their identity. (laughs) 
Welcome to the show, my friend. Please tell me about the time you went to the sexual health clinic. Yeah, so, well, I've, I've done one. I've been to a sexual health clinic before. And uh, it's not the nicest experience, you know. You've got to get up early in the morning and trek across however long to get there, especially for that main day of a car. Then they make you wait in a long waiting room for... I was there for at least two, three hours. And when they just shout your name up, you know it's time, and you go to some weird old office at the back, and, you know, at least my doctor was nice, but, you know, it's just a bad atmosphere in a hospital. You know, they get needles, and they want to take your blood to see if you've got this or that. They obviously have to check me for things like AIDS or HIV. Syphilis, you know, just the, the usual stuff. Well, I ended up just being a UTI for me, so I was lucky, but it was still definitely a jarring experience, you know. They've got their needles to put in places where you don't necessarily want them to put it. And, you know, I wouldn't recommend it. Have safe sex. That's really interesting, mysterious man with pitched down voice, but tell me. What symptoms did you have when you went to the clinic? I mean, you know, there were a few symptoms. I mean, mean, obviously the worst one, I had some weird gunk coming out of the end of my penis, which obviously that's embarrassing to say. You'll blow my voice out, won't you? Something like that. But, um... You know, other stuff, I had uh, some weird growths around the uh, pubic area, like, near my bum and whatnot, too. It was, you know, not nice stuff. Probably the worst thing I've had to go in for was, uh, maybe not the worst, but it definitely made me feel the grossest was crabs. Well, thank you for coming on the show today, mysterious person with pitched down voice. And we, the listeners, do truly appreciate how open you have been about your experiences at the sexual health clinic. So, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's certainly been embarrassing, but thank you for having me. If you're someone who's sat there listening to this right now thinking, I don't have an STI, I'm safe, I'm fine, well, you're wrong. In 2019, there were more than 468,000 diagnoses of STIs made in England, a 5% increase since 2018, with the most commonly diagnosed STI being chlamydia, with 49% of diagnoses being for chlamydia. There's a similar trend in young people, with 63% of STI diagnoses for young people being chlamydia. But that's not all, with London having the highest consistency of diagnosis rates in the whole country for the most common STIs. However, it also has the higher proportion of STIs in men who sleep with other men, whilst Bradford sees the lowest. The second highest rate of STIs is in the northwest, whilst the east of England sees the lowest overall rates of STIs. Cities with the higher cases include places like Manchester, Southampton and Nottingham, whilst places with the fewest amount of cases include Norwich, Oxford and Bath. So if you're listening from one of the higher diagnosed case places, you better be getting yourself booked in for a checkup. Remember, if you are listening, thinking and feeling you may have symptoms of an STI, the best thing to do is just to get yourself checked out at your local sexual health clinic. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by the Health Hub. Now it's time to say goodbye. 
You've been a wonderful audience, you truly have. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Health Hub Podcast. I've been Connor Payne, and of course, remember to share this episode with your friends and your family, or anyone, it would really help us out. And to keep you guys tuned in for the next episode, we have Johnny, who's going to be talking about obesity. So don't forget to listen wherever you get your podcasts. I've been Connor, and stay healthy. The Health Hub. Hey, what are you still doing here? The podcast is finished. Turn it off, run along, stop listening. Podcast is over. It finished like 10 seconds ago. This is like bonus content. Stop listening. (laughs) Turn it off. Go. Turn it off. Stop. The podcast is over. Next episode.